Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome beautiful mamas. I'm really excited to share this podcast episode with you all today because after doing some research and talking to other mums, I've realised that an astonishing amount of us suffer from mum guilt and it's actually stopping us from truly enjoying the ride of motherhood. And a few weeks ago, I sent out a question on a few Facebook groups that I'm a part of asking what are the top three things you feel most guilty about when it comes to motherhood? And the responses were off the charts. It's the most feedback I've ever received on one question post before. And I had no idea how prevalent mum guilt is in our community. So of course, when I received such an overwhelming response, I knew I had to address it in a podcast. And I'm not just going to be addressing this topic on a podcast. I'm also going to be showing you how to heal mum guilt for good so that you can start enjoying the ride of motherhood in a free webinar training as well. Because I believe we don't have to suffer from mum guilt And I want to give you the tools you need to be able to overcome any feelings of guilt or shame. So if you're ready to stop feeling guilty and start enjoying the ride of motherhood, then listen to this podcast episode and get your name on the list for the free Healing Mum Guilt webinar. I've added the link in the show notes, so get yourself on the list and be the first to receive all the juicy details about the training. Okay, so let's start from the top. What is mum guilt? You know, before I became a mum, I used to think mum guilt was a load of BS. And on some level, I still think that it is true. And I do think um, that mum guilt is still BS, but in a different way which I will talk about more a bit later. So anyway, I remember other mum friends talking about feeling bad for leaving their kids at home with the hubby whilst they went off and had like a spa day or how they felt guilty about watching, letting them watch too much TV or not getting them into the school that they wanted to go to and how they felt bad for this, that and the other. And I would think, oh my God, why do you care about that? (laughs) I would think to myself, wow, that is so over the top. And I also remember promising myself, I'm not going to be one of those mums who worries about the little things and feels guilty for taking time for herself. But (laughs) then 
I became a mum. And oh, how my brain changed. Now I got it. Now I understood. Mum guilt escapes no one. And if we leave our thoughts and beliefs unchecked, mum guilt can start to run our motherhood journey and stop us from enjoying the ride. So let's go back to what is mum guilt? Is it helpful? Is it different from normal guilt? Is it guilt or is it shame? Is there dad guilt? And more importantly, why do we experience mum guilt and how can we stop it from hijacking our motherhood experience? Well, as you'll all know by now, if you've listened to my previous episodes, I'm an emotional wellness expert and I love to learn, talk and feel emotions. Although this hasn't always been my story, which you can check out more about on podcast episode two, I think it is. Yeah. So if you're keen to hear more about my journey with emotions, check out episode two. So exploring all of these questions that I just asked, um, this is what I do. And I've taken great pleasure in unpacking the relationship between mothers and guilt. So again, because I get keep getting <laughs> sidetracked, what is mum guilt? Well, mum guilt is the name given to the feelings of guilt women experience in relation to their kids. Mum guilt usually stems from this idea that we aren't doing a good enough job as a parent, or that we aren't doing things correctly or making decisions that you perceive will or already have damaged your child in some way. And through doing my research, I found mum guilt to be one of the most universal maternal experiences. And this is because as mothers, we're often told the mistaken beliefs that we are entirely responsible for our child's health, happiness and success. And what I've also learned recently is that our brain actually changes when we become a mother. That's a different episode, but that also affects our emotional well-being as well. So when we start to blame and shame ourselves for what we should or could have done differently, this kind of self-critical thinking leaves us vulnerable to falling into a vicious cycle of regret and self-blame, self-loathing, which intensifies those feelings of guilt, as well as other emotions like anxiety, sadness and shame. So, you know, through my research, I found the top three things mums feel guilty about are shouting and getting angry, losing their patience with their kids, giving them too much screen time and taking time for themselves. And number four, I know I said three, but I'm going to do number four as well, because I feel like this one's a big one as well, is always being busy and not playing with their kids enough. So they're the top four things that (laughs) mums feel guilty about. And, 
you know, mum guilt has many origins from personal insecurities to outside pressures from family, friends, social media and other sources. But what I've seen time and time again in my research is that often mums are feeling mum shame and not guilt. So what is the difference between the two and why does that matter? Well, first of all, it's important to identify whether you're experiencing mum guilt versus shame because they both require a different solution. So it's important that we understand the difference between the two so that we can choose the correct healing tool. So shame is different to guilt. Although the two words are often used interchangeably, they mean different things. So guilt is a feeling evoked when we perceive we've done something bad or actions are bad. Maybe you have acted in a way that doesn't align with your values and your morals or your desires as a parent. So for example, you've shouted at the kids and that's not how you want to show up for them. Where shame, on the other hand, is a feeling evoked when we perceive we are a bad person because of the way we have acted. So for example, you might say, I'm a terrible mother because I shouted at my kids. So you're making your actions mean that you're a bad person or a terrible mum because you acted in a certain way. Where guilt says, my actions were terrible, I wish I didn't shout at my kids. Shame says, I'm a terrible mother because I shout at my kids. So guilt is more about how we feel about our behavior and shame is more about how we feel as a person. So both of these feelings have a function, but they require a different solution. So I want you to take a moment to think about what triggers your feelings of guilt or shame. Is it giving the kids too much screen time? working too much, comparing yourself unfavorably against other mums, shouting too often, not being able to give them the life you thought you'd be able to give them, or maybe you feel guilty for taking time for yourself or enjoying your time away from the kids. You may feel like you should feel guilty for spending time without them. So once you've identified what things you feel guilty about, ask yourself the question, why do I feel guilty about this? Where does this idea come from? And am I making my actions mean I'm a bad mum? So as I mentioned before, both guilt and shame have a function. In fact, all of our emotions and our feelings have a function. So what do I mean by that? Well, you already have within you the inherent ability to resolve and manage your emotions. You have a deep knowledge inside of you that will guide you and help you work through your thoughts and your emotions. But the problem is, is many of us have been taught that there is good emotions and bad emotions. And this train of thought often gets in the way of us being able to listen to our emotions and honor them. We focus our energy on making bad feelings go away and we often lose lose track of who we want to be. But when we choose to see emotions as functional 
and meaningful, instead of just uncomfortable inconveniences, we can choose to use our emotions as a resource instead of seeing them as an obstacle. So let's talk about one example of how a so-called negative emotion can actually be really helpful. So for example, let's say I hurt someone. Let's say I punch someone in the face for no reason. After that event, I might feel regretful and I might start to feel guilty about my actions and guilt feels uncomfortable. And that's why we name it or label it a negative emotion. Our cultural approach to feeling good says we should try to make that guilt go away. But in this case, the guilt is actually helpful. So, you know, if you did something wrong, then you should probably feel guilty about it, right? So now if I listen to that guilt, it should help motivate me to change my actions. Maybe to not do it again, to apologize or to make repairs. Every emotion, when it is pure, can serve a function. And when we clean up our emotions, they can guide us to a life of integrity and happiness. But when our emotions start to become problematic is when they interfere with us having rich and meaningful connections and a life. So when our emotions are left unchecked, they can manifest in other ways. And that's when they start to show up as chronic health conditions, anxiety, depression, feelings of disconnection, anger issues, negative self-talk, self-sabotage, the list goes on. So the question is, is mum guilt helpful? Well, yes and no. It really depends on the context in which we are using it in. If we shouted at our kids and we know that's not how we want to show up, Feeling guilty about it can actually be a helpful emotion. We decide to take action and change our behaviours. But if we feel guilty, for example, about taking time for ourselves and that's important to us, then maybe guilt is not what we're really feeling. And maybe we're allowing guilt to become toxic and lead us in our lives. And when we're using guilt in this way, I would say there is usually something deeper going on beneath the surface. So as humans, we do this a lot. We experience what we call secondary emotions, which is something I go into more um, in detail in my programs. But a secondary emotion is something we feel when our natural primary emotion feels too hard for us to experience. So secondary emotions are normally habitual or a learnt response to cover up sensitive emotions with less sensitive emotions. So for example, let's say that you feel angry because your child ran out into a busy street you might yell at her and say something like, oh my God, what were you thinking? But anger is the secondary emotion in this event. And the primary emotion is fear. When our child runs into the road, our natural emotion is fear. 
But anger is how we respond because that is our learnt behaviour. Now, if we react from anger every time we're afraid, you can imagine how that would start to affect our life and relationships with our loved ones. And if you go straight into a fight response, which is your stress response, and if you don't know what your default stress response is, then you can go to episode four, what is trauma? And it explains stress responses there. Maybe if your stress response is the fight response, then you might go into anger every time you feel fear. When we can identify our primary and secondary emotions, we can meet our child from a more loving space. So instead of saying, oh my God, what were you thinking? You might respond by saying, I was so afraid when you did that. So why are we talking about secondary emotions? Well, (laughs) secondary emotions are all about self-protection. And guilt comes up a lot as a secondary emotion because it's often easier for us to feel than it is for us to say, I'm afraid. But in the long run, secondary emotions tend to hurt us much more because they stop us from acting from our truth, which often leads to relationship breakdowns, not letting in anyone in emotionally, feeling angry, feeling numb feeling exhausted and lonely. So one of the reasons we have a difficult time knowing how to act on our emotions is because many of the emotions we are feeling are secondary emotions. So they are an emotion about an emotion. Instead of an emotion about an event, they usually cover up the primary emotion that you're feeling. So let's talk about a little another example here. I had a client who wanted to take more time for herself. She was feeling overwhelmed with the constant demands of motherhood and she was feeling stressed out at work. This was leading to her feeling angry with the kids and her partner and she wasn't enjoying spending time with them. She knew the importance of taking time out for herself, but every time she took time for herself, she felt guilty and the kids would ask her not to leave or if they could come with her. And because she felt guilty about it, the kids weren't happier and the kids weren't happy about it. She put it in the too hard basket and she came to the conclusion that she shouldn't be taking time for herself. So when she came to me, we decided to explore the reasons she was feeling guilty about self-care. And as we started to dig a little bit deeper into her story, I realized that what she was feeling had started out as guilt, but it had quickly led to shame. She was feeling guilty for leaving the kids because they had pulled on her heartstrings, because that's what they do. (laughs) And then because she left and still did her self-care practice, she made that mean that she was a bad mother. So shame and guilt were the secondary emotions in this situation. But what I wanted to find out was what was really going on beneath these emotions. So I asked her, if you had to secretly admit (laughs) how you're really feeling about spending time away from the kids to fill your own cup, 
what are the real honest things that you actually feel? And she said, when I'm out spending time away from the kids, I honestly feel free. I feel relieved to be away from them, from work and from life. So I said, okay, what else do you feel? And she said, I feel like a terrible mother because I feel like I shouldn't feel happy about being away from my life. And this is a great example of how we can get confused with what we're feeling and why we're feeling it. And so many mums come to me with this predicament of they feel guilty for taking time away from their children, but when they do, they enjoy it and then they feel guilty for enjoying the time away. As me and my client moved through the conversation, she soon realizes that she has created those feelings of guilt to punish herself for having self-care time. And the guilt actually has no function in this situation. You know how I talked about emotions have a function. In this situation, the guilt has no function. It's unnecessary suffering and she's created that for herself and I see this happen all the time especially with mums because we've all have these ideas of how we should or shouldn't be doing things and we start to question ourselves are we spending enough time with the kids are we giving them too much tv time are we doing everything right are we working too much or not enough Am I taking them to activities? Are they eating enough vegetables? And the list goes on and on. But one thing I know is that guilt is not all created equal. And getting to the root of why you're experiencing guilt and leaning into and exploring the emotion instead of trying to suppress it, ignore it, or make it go away is the only way you're going to become free from it. So how can we stop mum guilt from hijacking our motherhood experience? Well, I'm going to give you the outline of a framework that I use today, but I'm going to go a lot deeper into this in my free healing mum guilt training, which will be next week. So if you're ready to heal your mum guilt for good, then please join me on that training where I will give you all the tools you need to overcome mum guilt and shame. And you can join this masterclass by going to the show notes and clicking the link in the show notes. Okay, so what is the framework? Well, first thing we need to do when we're working with emotions is identify how we are feeling. So is it guilt that we're feeling or is it shame? Then we can notice, is this the primary emotion or is it the secondary emotion? And if it's the primary emotion, you can ask yourself what action you need to take Um, Is there something that you need to do differently or is there something that you need to accept? And if it's the secondary emotion, we can uncover the primary emotion and work with that emotion instead. So once you've done a bit of investigation work, you can move into step three, which is actually feeling the emotion. (laughs) 
And this is the step that most people miss. Most coaches miss it. Um, a lot of, you know, self-care practices and things like that. This is what they miss, is actually feeling the emotion. You can't think your way out of emotions. You can't rationalize your way out of emotions. You can go into all of the stories and you can connect all the dots, but it isn't going to change anything until you actually process the emotion inside the body because your emotions are inside your body. They are a deep brain experience. So they're the, in the unconscious mind. A lot of our emotions are reused. They're not a new, fresh emotion. They're normally attached to another event. And this is what I do in my one-on-one practice um, and in my coaching program is I help you get to the root of that so you can find, feel and heal your emotional events and baggage so that you can then rewire the brain and create new neural pathways for you to go down instead of the old ones. So you stop responding to fear with anger and you start responding to fear with I am afraid instead of being angry at somebody else. So like I said, this is something that often gets forgotten in coaching because people are so focused on the mind. But it is something I teach in my programs because this is the missing link when it comes to healing your emotional body. So step three is actually feeling the emotions. And this helps you to process the emotion so that doesn't get stuck in the body and manifest into anxiety, depression, dis-ease within the body. Okay. And then step four, once we've felt through the emotion, we can start to look at how you want to show up differently next time in a similar event or emotions that happen and we start to rewire the brain for a different outcome, the outcome that you desire. So step one is identify the emotion. Step two is name it to tame it. Step three is feel it to heal it. And step four is rewire it to reclaim it. Okay. And that's the outline of the framework. I'll go much deeper into this within the training that I'm doing, but this is what I do. I teach women how to find, feel and heal their emotional baggage so they can feel less triggered by others, more energized within themselves and create deeper connections with their loved ones and start enjoying the ride of motherhood. Because the journey of motherhood can feel so mentally and emotionally overwhelming. And I don't think anyone really prepares us for that part of the journey. And if we haven't learned the tools to regulate our emotions and speak up for our truths, then we're going to suffer in silence. So if you're ready to commit to yourself and join me on the eight-week coaching program where I teach you all the tools you need to regulate your nervous system, master your emotions and heal from the inside out so you can start thriving in life and motherhood, then please reach out. My details are in the show notes below. However, if you're not quite ready for that yet and you'd like to learn the skills and tools you need to heal mum guilt, then please join me next week for the 
free healing mum guilt training. All the links and details are in the show notes below. And I can't wait to share this life-changing information with you. Namaste and happy Wednesday. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please remember to go over to iTunes, leave a review um, so that we can grow our community and reach as many mums as possible. Okay, namaste and thank you for being